This is Fantasy Football Picks and Bets on the Mayo Media Network, presented by Prize Picks. Week 16, waiver wire pickups, the injury report, defenses for both Week 16 and Week 17. Hit the time codes for all of that, or hit the link down in the description to the article, which has all of this stuff in it. Plus, the Monday Night Football Breakdown on prizepicks.com. See if we can find ourselves a winner. That'd be nice, right? Use code MMN at prizepicks.com to get a match deposit of up to $100, thus already making yourself a winner. You make the deposit, deposit $100, get $200. You already won $100. Bucks. You're doing well. So let's see if we can add to that with everything right now. Remember to smash the like to the episode, sub to Mayo Media Network, and when you sub to Mayo Media Network, you get a ballot in the draw for the final $1,000 that we're giving away Friday on the Pat Mayo Experience. So you might as well get in the draw. If you hit the description, there's like seven ways to get ballots into that draw. The rating and review is always going to be the best. So click that link and figure it out right now. For Monday Night Football, Rams at Packers. Packers still a seven-point favorite at the moment. You can see there's a nice little giveaway here. Two-pick power plays with both players in Christmas sweaters. We'll get you a 4X payout instead of the regular 3X payout. It'll be 3X now and times one another additional for a promo code fund as of tomorrow at noon. That's Tuesday at noon. So here are the two that I am looking at. Didn't like really anything from the Packers side because you're going to have Romeo Dubs ended up coming back. So how does that hurt Christian Watson and Alan Lazard? I mean, over Christian Watson, 44 and a half. Maybe, you know what? I'm going to switch to that. Although we did this last week and played some overs. The Aguilar one hit fine. And then the other two guys got hurt in the first 10 minutes of the game. They didn't get over at all. So the two that I'm going with are Ben Skoranek, who is also cuss picked to not score the first touchdown of this game. That's always nice to see. More than three receptions. Christian Watson, more than 44 and a half receiving yards. That could be one catch for Christian Watson based off his A dot and how Aaron Rodgers and the Packers use him down the field. So I'm going to try to roll it out, do a two pick, and hopefully we can find ourselves a winner. 100 pays 300 on that. Pump that in right now, and hopefully we can get ourselves back to the winning ways on prize picks. That'd be nice if you missed uh, Sunday Night Football or Sunday Night Live, sorry, breakdown with myself and Mike Leone and Cust. I recommend you go check that out on the Pat Mayo Experience feed right now. You get to see the real-time reaction to Cust's glee over the Patriots losing on the very final play in the game, and you get to see me sweat 10K live on the show. It all ended up working out for me, I mentioned if you sub to the newsletter, you can click on the link right now. That's down in the description as well. It's where all the injuries are, the snap counts, easy place to find them all. You get the link to all the ways that you can enter into the draw. $1,000 being given away on Friday. You got the recap, Cus being a crazy person, probably clinched himself the, uh, the, the old... Craziest Person of the Year award at the Cussies. Voting will start soon for that. I, you can see I we walked through how I ended up winning the 10K. It was a lineup I gave out on the Friday show with uh, Chris Meany this week. But here are the injuries at running back this week. Caleb Huntley exited the game. Uh, Damian Harris did not play, nor did Jeff Wilson. Obviously, Ramondre Stevenson uh, remained in. And he had a great game. We'll see how he shapes up for this week against Cincinnati. Josh Jacobs played. He's going to be likely in for the rest of the time because he's on the injury report every Every single week and he plays every single week Damian Pierce is done for the year and Jonathan Taylor looks like he's done for the year as well he's a high ankle sprain don't see the Colts rushing him back anytime soon Khalil Herbert may return in week 16 that's this week as well by the way so when we get to the actual pickups at the the link 
The link for this is down in the description, by the way. Uh, the snap shares, they're in there. They're in the newsletter as well. But the pickups, Deion Jackson, I have at number one, mainly because the Colts are unlikely. To, I mean, they're not favored this week. They're three-point dogs. We know that's not always the craziest thing. But when they were leading in the game on Saturday before absolutely blowing it against the Vikings, we got a lot of Zach Moss in replace of Jonathan Taylor. Now, when they were losing and had to throw third downs, it was a lot of Deion Jackson. So if you think that they're going to be playing this game against the Chargers from behind, Deion Jackson is going to be the play that you want. If you think they're going to be playing from ahead or in a very neutral game script, then it's going to be Zach Moss. I happen to think they're going to be giving up points, so I like Deion Jackson the best. But I, you can see how you could switch those two if you really needed a play this week. Tower Algier, number two. I mentioned Caleb Huntley out. Obviously, Cordero still very much in the mix. They started using Avery Williams as well but Algiers just looked really good in the second half of the season so he remains at number two Chuba Hubbard is getting the best of my guy Donta Foreman right now so he's at number three and he is the pass catching back in that offense Gus Edwards continues to get his seven to 13 carries a game if he can sneak into the end zone you could see how he'd be valuable Dare Ogawala the goon as uh, I enjoy to call him, uh, was the leading rusher. Well, he was the leading snap share guy for the Houston Texans. And I assume that's the way that they're going to do it. It was a lot of Rex Burkhead on third down. Then you had some Royce Freeman in the mix as well. You can see Dare ends up with 46.6% of the snaps this week for the Houston Texans. Not that you really want to be using the Houston Texans backfield in the fantasy playoffs, but here we are. James Conner, Christian McCaffrey, Delvin Cook, and Raheem Mostert without Jeff Wilson and Kenneth Walker, even an injured Kenneth Walker, along with Josh Jacobs, were the only running backs to play 75% of their offensive team snaps or more. ETN Chubb, Derrick Henry, and Ramondre were up there as well. Then you sort of had the mix and match. I mentioned Zach Moss, 67%. Deion Jackson, 31% after Jonathan Taylor leaves the game. But again, they were up by 36 points, you know, the entire second. They were winning the entire game. So you got an awful lot of Zach Moss into the mix. Uh, last week. Latavius Murray plays 65%. Marlon Mack, 28 Obviously, Marlon Mack poached a goal line carry away, but Latavius ended up getting his. He was fine. It was actually quite nice to see for the first time in ages. So those are the pickups at running back. Obviously, you can see the ranking show on Tuesday with Celia and myself as we go through this. If you're looking for waiver wire next week, there's not going to be a show for the waiver wire because it's the final week, for me at least, of fantasy football. I don't care about week 18 at all neither should you but if you are you know follow Seeley because I think he does it but I'm only going to week 17 as it pertains to the season-long fantasy football rankings so uh, the rankings themselves will be useful for whatever it is that you want to do to try to make your pickups or even to fade we'll see Wide receiver injuries in week number 15. Equinamius St. Brown for the Bears ended up with a concussion. He left the game. Ditto for Denzel Mims. He exited the game against the Lions. And then we got a whole bunch of, it wasn't Jeff Wilson, the hell was it? Brad Smith. That guy ended up until they like triple covered him because it was the only guy that Zach Wilson could throw to the entire time. See how this all shakes out for Thursday night because the Jets and Jags play Thursday night. Obviously, Corey Davis didn't play with the concussion. We'll see if he can get turned around in enough time to play on Thursday night. It's probably unlikely with a concussion, but we'll see. Romeo Dubs is likely to play on Monday Night Football against the Rams as of right now, as of my recording, but the snaps could be limited in that game. Cortland Sutton, Kendall Hinton out for the Broncos. Traylon Burks did not 
not play with a concussion. Ditto with Devontae Parker. Chase Claypool's knee could not hold up. Nico Collins and Brendan Cooks, both DNPs for the Houston Texans. Chris Moore failed in his spot. Eight fantasy points. Uh, maybe it wasn't a complete fail, but it wasn't good by any stretch of the imagination either. Tyler Lockett broke his finger. He could miss Week 16. They're hoping to have him back against the Chiefs, and which would be a fantastic spot for him, but it's looking more unlikely by the moment. Marquise Goodwin would be the pickup that you would want there if you're monitoring that as the week goes along. Julio Jones didn't play with his knee injury. Me, Cole, hard man, should return in week 16 for the Chiefs. He was eligible to return this week against the Texans, but they continued to sit him out. Kadarius Toney returned in limited action as well. So when we go to the pickups, I haven't put Marquise Goodwin in there yet, but because I just want to see more about Tyler Lockett. But Donovan Peoples-Jones, DJ Chark doesn't get Sauce Gardner shadowing him all game next week. So that's a good sign for his fantasy prospects. Traylon Burks, Chris Moore, and Elijah Moore are the top five, assuming those other Jets guys are out against the Jags. And you have Dotson, Skoranek, Mac Hollins, Darius Slayton, and Demarcus Robinson. Moving into the injury report for tight ends, we had Hayden Hurst and Dallas Goddard both not playing in their matchups. Uh, Goddard should return next week. I don't know if he'll be on a full complement of snaps, but it's against the Cowboys, so we'll see how that goes. Hurst has been, he's missed the last two weeks with this calf injury and got hurt the previous week, so we'll see if he can end up mustering the ability to come back for the Bengals because they're missing him a little bit on the offensive side of the ball. Everyone's just banged up over there. Like Higgins and Boyd did not look 100%, although they both had really good games, but you know, it happens. you got to get your full complement of guys back for the playoffs, or at least that Week 18 matchup, which could be very critical against the Baltimore Ravens. QBs, Ryan Tannehill, gutsy performance from Tannehill. Carded off at one point in the game, comes back, and almost defeats the Chargers, but we'll see how his ankle holds up this week. Uh, this happened earlier. He returned to a game and then ended up missing the next week. Um, so their big game is week 18 against the Jags. So that's probably a win and you're in type game uh, against them, depending on how everything else shakes out. So we could see Malik Willis this week. It's it's not probable. I'd say that Tannehill has a better chance of starting than not, but at least keep that on your radar. Colt McCoy has a concussion. He's probably not going to play. Trace McSorley would be the play for the area. I mean, you're not going to play him because they're playing the Bucks, and not that you want to play Trace McSorley anyway, but he would be the one playing for the Cardinals at this moment. Uh, Russell Wilson cleared concussion protocol, but he was left out anyway. Pickett should be back this week. And Mike Ribs, quick turnaround for him on Thursday night. Ten doctors wouldn't clear him with his ribs issue. And we'll see if that changes for Thursday night. I'm guessing it's not. So we might see Zach Wilson once again. So the pickups at tight end, Okonkwo, number one, Juwan Johnson, number two, Dawson Knox, number three, and then there's the rest. Basically, anyone who's been good at tight end has already been picked up, but these three you could plausibly turn to in your semifinal matchup if you had to. QB streams, Daniel Jones at Minnesota is going to be number one. Uh, Matt Ryan actually didn't have to do anything against Minnesota, so it kind of capped his fantasy upside with the two defensive scores very early in that game. He's never had to throw the ball again. Maybe he should have. Maybe then they wouldn't have lost in the Biggest comeback in NFL history, but hey, here we are. Sam Darnold at home against the Lions. Matt Ryan at home on Monday night against the Chargers. Brock Purdy at home against Washington. And then Andy Dalton at Cleveland. Cleveland's defense has been a lot better as of late. And then we get into the defenses. This is probably the most helpful part of this show. I just listed the entire my defense rankings for this week and next week. So you have San Francisco, Baltimore, Buffalo, Cleveland, Tennessee, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, the Jets, 
the Rams and Minnesota for week number 16. So Minnesota is probably one that you can go pick up. Maybe Tennessee as well, playing the Houston Texans. And then to week 17, Philly, the Niners, the Cardinals at number three. Baltimore, Dallas, Kansas City, Detroit, Washington, Tampa Bay, New England. So we see, I mean, Washington's probably not a great play this week against Kansas City. But you see like Detroit, number seven and number 14 on both lists. Arizona, 15 and number three. I am I guarantee you that they're going to be available on your waiver wire right now. Unless I guess people ruled them out against Denver, which is plausible. But there are ones that you can go pick up right now that wouldn't be the end of the world. It wouldn't be a disaster if this is who you ended up rolling out. Hopefully you have a better situation at fantasy defense, but I do think the Cardinals are an elite play in week 17. So yeah, sometimes you got to roll the dice with D and maybe the Cardinals. I mean, JJ Watt was everywhere and they had six sacks in the first half against Denver on Sunday. So they're still at least bringing the heat a little bit. uh, And they know that the defense actually has to do something if they're going to try to win a game moving forward. Maybe they don't want to win games. Who knows? But uh, the pressure rate was way up for the Cardinals against the Broncos on Sunday. If they keep that up, they're at least going to generate a ton of sacks. Sacks, pressures lead to interceptions, which lead to pick sixes, which is what you want for your fantasy defense. just trying to mine touchdowns here like it's great if you can get four sacks and that's all you do you get four points who cares you want to try to generate those pressures into something better for your fantasy defense so you can check out the entire list that is down in the description right now as are the giveaways as is everything that's down there remember to smash the like and sub to the channel on the way out mmn at prizepicks.com that link's down there as well to get yourself that 100 match deposit and that'll do it for me i'm pat mayo thank you for watching i'll see you next time 